0: Hi, I'm Keith Allen, and I play Murphy on Z Nation, and I listen to One Up Gaming podcast.
1: Yeah. How we do it, y'all. Mine. Straight out of Diamond Star What up to you, One Up Gaming? They're really, not really, One, two uh. Gaming is behind me. Let me get in be mode. If you wanna try me, you don't need a cheap code. take is who I be to you. It's Mr. Hero, legendary adversary flows considerably. Though I'm a super saiyan, I got Dragon Balls. I wouldn't lie. You might think I'm playing when I'm saying I can really fly. When I'm on the track, you feel the energy I'm pushing out. Put me on the map, one of gamers who I'm talking about. I'm the rapping master chief, epic. Say the least Conte the hero Better etch that in your memory Memory. And so the one up Gaming for the show Conte the hero Is really gonna show up Show Show out, Conte And so the one up And so the one up Dope bitch you ever
0: heard Hi, David here, WannaGaming. i going to have a quick go through this week's show. So it's episode 387. This week we'll be talking about Palworld, Thirsty Suitors, In Sound Mind. Uh, I guess they're the big games of this week. So that's what we'll be talking about. We will also be going through the Microsoft announcement of their future plans. So that's what we'll be doing now, 10 minutes of nothing. Um, so, yeah, so David here, 1UP Gaming. Um, <clears throat> 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Player Charity if you buy our sponsored item, and that is the Games Inspired Music album. Um, you can either buy it, stream it, and 20% of each sale will go to the Child's Play Charity. So please, please, please buy that. It's only cheap, but as I say, everything goes to charity in the end. You can also buy our first 100 podcasts available at audiobooksontape.com and one pound of each table go to the Diabetes UK charity. Now, anyone doesn't know, I am diabetic. Um, There's my little tiny sense from my arm. Um, Don't worry about me, I'm just wearing my Ghostbusters (laughs) t-shirt. And normally, I mean, I've taken a bit of a break from it, but normally you can go to our... uh, um website and <clears throat> our Etsy store and you can buy like some of our hats like this which has got the John Hare logo well not his logo it's like signature and the stay sensible sort of like little catchphrase it has got all embroidered and at the back it's also got you might not be able to see it very well but it's got a white embroidered OUG logo on there and it also says one up gaming on the back so that is one of these hats so you can buy these from our site so it's got like i think it's a green there i think so yes that is one of our hats so you can buy one of these i think about 15 17 pounds something like that so they're pretty cool so we're gonna have a quick break we'll come back with the games being played this week so Back in a few seconds.
1: Hi, I'm Lucy James, and I listen to the One Up Gaming podcast.
0: Hello, Andy, this is Colin. I want to be I I I So, still, David, still One Up Gaming, still episode 387. We're going to go through the games played this week. So there will be a few games played. I think seven played this week. So, as always, games inspired music available now. Please buy that or rent that and 20% of each will go to the Child's Player Charity. Also get our first 100 podcasts available from audiobooksontape.com and £1 pound of each will go to the Diabetes UK Charity. So, we'd just like to announce that, yes, we did give away the EA Sports FC24 code last week. Um, I emailed him to say... He's got the code and he's emailed back saying thank you. And that is it. If you did win the code, it'd be great if you could send a picture on our um, X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Um, just saying thank you for the game. Uh, our Twitter is at Official, So that would be great to hear from you there. Uh, other than that, let's get into the games played this week. So first of all, PAL World. Now first of all I heard this is a very similar game to um, like the Pokemon sort of games and I can see where they're coming from if you're watching still pictures because the the pals do look like Pokemon but the game itself is completely different it is a first uh, a third person survival game and the little pals that you collect and basically conquer Uh, (laughs) they are just animals that you set them to do your bidding so like you you create machines and stuff and you can set your pals to work on the machines if you are getting hungry in game you can cook one of your pals and eat them so they are just animals but they're cute cute little animals it played okay but I've never liked, never liked any of the survival sort of like games and this unfortunately is just like one of them. It's just not my sort of game. Um, I guess graphically it looks nice, nothing great but it looks nice and it just play, it plays well, it really does play well. But graphics need to be improved. The performance needs to be improved. And it's just... I don't know, it's... I can see there is a good thing there underneath the surface. But I just feel as though sometimes when you're playing the game, it stutters, it freezes, it crashes. It looks very simple. But there is an underlining fun factor there. And sometimes in these sort of games, when fun is happening, then the game is fun. And yeah, it's a great, nice little game to play. If you like survival sort of games, then I would say that this is one of the better games in the genre. And I would say that it's worth persevering with some of the technical issues. And hopefully they'll... Because it's like one of the most played games on Steam at the minute and it's just great it is really really great so the next game that we played is called Thirsty Suitors now I'd never heard of this game but I think I got it sent to review and downloaded it, started playing it and it's like ah, it's weird and it's (sighs) imagine Scott Pilgrim sort of story And it's like you're a female as your main character. And you are coming back to your old town. It is massively over the top. You're talking to an imaginary friend who is the image of your sister. Because you don't talk to your sister anymore. So you imagined what it's like talking to someone. And all your old boyfriends and girlfriends are there to try to destroy you. <laughs> so it, it is very similar to the concept of that like Scott Pilgrim that kind of thing and it is massively over the top, massively fun and stupid and that is the perfect way to play these sort of games. Um I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a fun little game. It's a like a turn-based action strategy game with a like the like the Walking Dead sort of telltale games where you just sit and watch people talking and you have actions and say conversations. You move it along and try to get things how you want it to go. Graphically, it's bright, bold, colourful, very amazing. I loved it. It's one of the better games I've played for a very long time. It's very slow. But it's one of those games that's quite slow to get into. But when you do get into it, you really feel for these characters and people. And I've yeah, it is one of the better games I've played for a very very long time. So Thirsty Suitors is amazing. Next up, a complete turnaround of styles, and that is In Sound Mind. And when you see the The little tiny, like the art cover for the game, you know, on the screen, you think, oh, it's going to be a a similar sort of game to Thirsty Suitors, where it's going to be like colourful, mad, bold, but no, no. It's a very dark, it's a very um, weird first person puzzle sort of game uh, where things appear out of nowhere, things flash in and flash out, enemies pop in, pop out, It's all there to make you think you're going crazy. So it's you're going, um, you know, you're losing, you're getting delusional. Things are happening, and it seemed fun. It was a very very low budgety sort of game. So bear that in mind. But if you enjoy crazy things happening, lights flickering, music and sound just coming out of nowhere, then this is a nice game, and I would recommend it for that. but, like world, it's just not my sort of game as a whole, so, yeah, I wouldn't persevere with it any further, to be honest. So, next up, I don't know if it's called Hellcard Book of Demons, or Book of Demons Hellcard, but anyway, if I just call it Hellcard, it's a card-battling game, but you have... Characters in the middle of the screen with enemies surrounding you and you use cards from each individual person in your team to try to push the enemy away from your people and to kill them I quite enjoyed the concept I quite enjoyed the game the game played I Unfortunately, just don't really like card battling games I've never liked any of the card games Um. So, yeah, from what I played, it is one of the better games. I didn't quite get into the, the full gist of the whole thing. But I will say, Book of Demons, Hell Card. If you're into card battling sort of games, give it a go. It looked nice, it played nice. And I was having fun. And that's the main thing you can say about some of these games. So, next up, a rather random, weird game. And that is World of Art. Learn with the Jigsaw Puzzles. <laughs> yeah, that just sounds weird. But it's a nice little Jigsaw game. It's You can have any of the art on the, the game. And choose between like, say, I can't remember, 12, 24, 50 odd, 70 odd, you know, pieces of puzzles to try and get these things. It times you to see how long it takes you to do things. gets sort of points and things. I really found it. Really soothing, really relaxing. I do like a good like jigsaw game, or even just jigsaws in real life. So for me, I've really enjoyed it. Get the outlines first, the edges, and then fill in the the middle. Fun little game. World of Art, Learn Jigsaws. I, I really enjoyed that. Next up, we have spacecraft, um, craft with a care, all one word, and this one. Um, I didn't know what to expect. I thought it was like a building, sort of like Minecrafty sort of game from the the titles and the from what I'd heard of it. But when I actually started playing it, it seemed very much like an old nineteen eighties, nineteen nineties style two D side. What was it called? Thrust, where you controlled the the thrust of your little triangle, and you just moved left and right to try and move along the level and land and it was a very complicated physics sort of system in place so different graphics uh, different um, worlds would have different gravitational poles and fields and that is very similar to this sort of game but it's not like triangle graphics and I guess they were like, um, there were sort of like polygons but they were like little triangles in place Whereas this is a, it looks like a 2D sprite, full rotational craft. The world is like small, and it's like on a little, imagine a sphere, and you just sort of go around the outer edges of the world, and the world sort of like spins around as you go in. It's a nice looking little game, again it's a very low budget game, I quite enjoyed it. It's, you have to rescue people, you have to pick up things, you have to move, Um bits and bobs back into place and turn powers on and all that kind of stuff so it is a very old-fashioned style game mixed with a bit more modernness to keep it going a bit more but as do i just felt it was just it was all right it was fun it was it was a it was a nice little game i wouldn't again play it again I just felt as though there were certain things that like it it bugged out a little bit. I got lost on the outside of a, of a wall and it wouldn't let me back in. So I had to restart the whole level again. But Spacecraft, nice looking game, nice playing game. Very methodical sort of game to play. So if you are into that style of game, then I'd say it's a fun, fun little game. It can be quite hard and it can be quite... <clears throat> Annoying at the same time, but uh, uh, also one more go. I, think, oh, I just messed up that like, little bit. I can just, do, I can do it. I can do it. So yeah, spacecraft. See what you think. And the last game that we played this week is called Genie Reprise. And this game is a first-person puzzle walking, sort of, simulatory game. And with this... you... walk into an environment... and... you can... see lights... you know, from the floor that shoot up into the sky. You walk over to that stand-in-the-middle... and then it fills in a bit of the story. Then you see another light in the sky, you walk over to it, stand-in-it... and it fills in more story. So it's just like a very simple gameplay, nice graphics, and then it just carries on the story, and it wasn't my sort of game, I was very bored with the story, with how the game worked, but I can understand some of these games you can just sit and watch and it would be that sort of game for this. So Genie Reprise, graphically really nice, I just don't think it was the the best sort of thing um, played this week I will say this week the best game played is Thirsty Suitors, so that is the game of the week for me so great game there guys I have to just mention that I'm still watching the last ship I got through season 1 and I'm halfway through season 2 now and it's a great change of pace First season, they're on the last ship, through the whole season, trying to find the cure. Uh, the final episode of season one, they get the cure and go back to United States to see what's happening. And then, from there on, they have the cure. The United States has gone to shit. The president's dead. The person who was in charge has gone mental and with power. Um... So she tries to take over the all of the the. Mm, I don't want to go all too far into it. It's it's a great great little series. So far, it's been really good, and we'll see where this goes. We'll keep talking about it every now and again. So episode three hundred eighty-seven. Yeah. Hi, I'm Matt Cap, the lead artist on uh, Binding of Isaac Rebirth and the creator of Castle in Darkness, and I listen to the One Up podcast.
1: Up next on the 1UP Gaming Podcast is 10 Minutes of Nothing. Will it be the team talking about nothing or a guest interview? Stick around and find out now. It's 10 Minutes of Nothing. Yeah, 10 Minutes of Nothing.
0: Still David. Still, 1UP Gaming, still episode 387 of the 1UP Gaming Podcast. So this is the 10 Minutes of Nothing where we discuss something over the week. And we have 10 minutes to talk about it. If we don't get through the topic, then 10 minutes shuts off and then we end the topic. <laughs> That's as far as it goes. Um, So, 10 minutes of nothing. We're going to talk about Microsoft going multi-platform, maybe-ish. My ideas, my thoughts. Um, But I guess my ideas don't mean nothing. So, 10 minutes will start now. So, in my opinion, Microsoft, after all the rumours and stuff that had happened, they had to, had to announce something because of all the shite that had gone through over the last week or so. And I know for a fact, working with companies, then you have to have like NDAs and because they need to... It's like the Xboxes and stuff, I don't know, I keep hitting the wall, Um, like the old Xboxes and PlayStations and stuff, they want to announce like a brand new console or like the PlayStation Pro or things like that, but they know that if they announce that, then people won't buy the PlayStation 4 proper, so they have to wait until like the last minute, like a month before when they announce it will come out and... price and stuff because they don't want to announce something a year before just to show that this is the new one because it just it'll kill their existing sales and they don't want to do that so when Microsoft bought all these Bethesda when they bought all the Activision Blizzard all this kind of stuff they have to announce to the world no 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 no. we're not going multi-platform all these games are going to stay Microsoft exclusive they will be on PC uh, Xbox and Game Pass all day one and some of the lower end stuff like Minecraft um, I guess the Ori, Will the Wisps or whatever all came over to the Switch and stuff so there is certain games that do go over but the vast majority of the games that they buy and make, they want to keep exclusive. In the small print somewhere in the offices of Microsoft executives, they know if they don't hit a certain milestone of sales on consoles or games, that sort of thing, then they know on this date they need to have a certain amount of sold before that they can move to the next plan. And if they don't have sales then they can't make money so they will slowly introduce some games to PlayStation to the Nintendo switch these sort of things and it is just a way of them getting 70% more money than what they would normally do because Xbox when they sell their own games they make all the money but on playstation and on nintendo i think they like nintendo and playstation keep 30 percent of all sales but it's still 70 percent of a sale that they wouldn't get if it wasn't released on those platforms so i do think that in a business sense it makes a world of sense and it's just crazy how bad the xbox has done and i do honestly think that all of the venom that was done over the last week or so, it is because of how bad Xbox has done over the last couple of years. I say a couple of years. The last 10 years, people could believe that they would come out of the console market and just go multi-platform, just go third party. People genuinely believe that that was a possibility. That is why all of the... Venom that got brought up so fast. Because people were like. Xbox is my company. I don't want them to go blah blah blah. It's like Sega. I loved Sega. Sega Saturn's probably my favourite ever console. But. They were losing money hand over fist during the Mega Drive era. They did some really really shit decisions. With the Mega CD. With the 32X. I mean the 32X was out. A week before it was the Saturn in in Japan. It's like why? Why even go through the bother and effort of all that? Then when the Saturn came out. They had no money to market it. They had no money to push it. It was a very expensive machine. And they just couldn't lower the price of it. And it killed them. And then when they did release the Dreamcast. It was a perfectly adequate machine, but, like a lot of things, it came mid-generation. Now, mid-generation, with a real good graphical push, and with a really, really good marketing budget, can work. Look at the Xbox 360 when that came out a year or so before the PlayStation 3. Microsoft had a massive jump in technology with the Xbox 360 and they had billions of dollars to push and they managed to get the Xbox 360 as the dominant platform for six, seven years and then the final couple of years, the PlayStation did overtake in the end. But for that amount of time, the Xbox pushed it so hard. Um, So Sega didn't have that. So I I just feel as though, because Microsoft's been so underperforming for so long, people in the minds were genuinely thinking, oh shit, they could go multi-platform here. But from what the executives have said, four games are coming multi-platform. They didn't want to announce any of the games. Um, But our recollection is... Hi-Fi Rush, which is a brilliant, brilliant little game. It came out of nowhere, no marketing push, it just got dropped. So I can understand why they would like to give that another life on another platform. They were also talking about Pentiment, as maybe one of them. Which was a guy, I think it was from Bethesda. Just one of his passion projects, just a single guy in his own game, 2D art style, RPG um, I can understand why they'd like that to go multi-platform, on, especially Switch, because that game would probably go really well on there it wasn't mass; sort of game, I didn't enjoy it uh, and then they were talking about games that need a mass audience, so like the Sea of Thieves and what was the other one and also Grounded, but I will admit, I've played Grounded once, and it just didn't feel great. I think it was years ago when it first came out. Um, I loved the idea of the Honey Astronaut, and the Kids being in the back garden sort of game, but it just didn't play well for me. And Sea of Thieves, again, I've only played it once, and again, it just wasn't my sort of game. I understand why these games need to be on PlayStation 5 to get a bigger... Install base, more public, more people involved, and I do think that those sort of games will benefit greatly from that. Now, don't get me wrong, I know they mentioned, Oh, we're also doing Diablo 4 on Game Pass, right? You were going to do that anyway, you just wanted to give good news to people. They also mentioned the fact that the next Xbox will be the biggest leap in next generation console history, sort of thing which some people think that they mean that the 0.5 so like the xbox 1x sort of like that generational jump so if that's the case then it could be good I'm not a big fan of the the, these mid-gen refreshes but I just feel as though that's where the the world is at the moment I do enjoy the new generation consoles it's always fun to see what's going on and where they're going. But I do feel as though Microsoft, they're in the position where they don't want to announce their future plans. And they had to give a little bit away, but not much. And people online were like, see, I told you they weren't going to give away um, Starfield and the Indiana Jones games. It's so, yes, they can't say that now. But in a year, two years' time, they could do a version. And it had made perfect sense for me. But I just feel as though just have to wait and see where they go with this. I do feel as though they are really pushing Game Pass. And it's not gone half as well as they were expecting Game Pass to go. So I think we're back to exactly where we started. I think Microsoft do want to Produce games for all the consoles to get more money because their own consoles are not doing very well So what do you guys think? So that is the 10 minutes of nothing there Um, Yeah, so yeah, let us know what you think in the comments, you know, we really like to hear you guys Uh, Leave any questions any comments you've got and I'll get back to you as soon as I can so it's been me, David, 1UP Gaming, episode 387, for this week's 10 Minutes of Nothing. So yeah, so go to our website, one You can go to our Etsy store, we can buy hats like this and t-shirts and stuff. Please subscribe, like, share, bell, all that good stuff, it really helps us. And if you're listening to us on a podcast, then please subscribe to us and leave positive feedback. And... Yeah, that'll do for this week. So it's been David, 1-Up Gaming, episode 387. So thank you. Goodbye. <sighs> can't take my power. You can't take
1: my power. Take my power. We're too strong now. We'll be power every day. Stronger by the power. And I won't cow and I won't cower. No, it takes a little sour as you watch me walk in victory. Cause you can't take my, you can't take my power. Can't take my power. We're too strong, I will devour. Every obstacle they, they throw at me, get stronger by the hour. And I won't I won't cower. No, it takes a little sour as you watch me walk in victory. Cause you can't take my, you can't take my power. Show some respect, is what you better do I got this intellectually, and I will do away with you This will I have protected me, has already informed me to Now let your music infect me, cause you can't take my, you can't take my power Can't take my power, I'm stronger, hunger for knowledge And you know I cannot let you hold me down, so I will take a stand And I feel I'm the best there is around to make them understand That it's a revolution going down my now you know the plan, and so I'm gaining fans. I'm hoping they will see that I have come to change the game. I will eventually. Oh, here we flowing off the brain. I deal. Take my power. You can't take my, you can't take my, you can't take my, you can't take my power can't take my power, we're too strong, I will devour Every obstacle they throw at me, get stronger by the hour And I won't cower, and I won't cower No, it takes a little sour as you watch me walk in victory Cause you can't take my, you can't take my power Show some respect, is what you better do I got this intellectually, and I will do away with you This will I have protected me, has already informed me to not let your music infect me, cause you can't take my, you can't take my power Take my power demon, with God in me I'm believing cause I'm believing, if I battle you it won't be even I might just be the reason, they bringing out a legion Now they've surrounded me, it's ready for whatever season I left some saying how he disappeared in front of me The rest of them were laying only playing games of hide and seek And lyrically I'm spraying hate cause they keep bugging me Keep running, hiding, ducking out, cause lyrically I'm now. out Take my power, will's too strong, I will devour Every obstacle they throw at me, get stronger by the hour And I won't cower, and I won't cower No, it tastes a little sour as you watch me walk in victory Cause you can't take my, you can't take my power Take my, you can't take my power Take my power, take you can't take my you can't take my power, take my power, take my power, take my power, you can't take my you can't take my power, you can't take my power. The power is yours, don't ever let nobody take your power. I'm gonna give it to you, you keep it, you keep it in your hands, you hold on to it. Don't ever let nobody else take your power. And trust me, they gon' try to take it But you know what you do? You look me in the eye, and you say, you can't take my power Yeah, that's gon' be the anthem right there You can't take my power Ain't gon' never be like you, homie I'm gon' be me, individual, that's right yeah. Can't take my, can't take my, can't take my You can't take my power, can't take my power Can't take my, can't take my, can't take my, you can't take my power, can't take it, you can't take it, made a promise, I won't break it, the rest is here, I won't make it, and I'm not being complacent, cause I speak true innovation, I'm working for emulation, I will succeed while they wait waiting, can't take my power, we ain't hanging, yeah, can't take my power.